It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into your daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. And here we go. All right, for today's Locked On Reds, I have with me a brand new guest, a friend of mine from work. He's got a great podcast on the iHeartRadio app called The Ball Don't Lie Podcast. It's actually not on the iHeartRadio app. It's not? I don't think so. It's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. really assuming that it was. I'm sorry. But that's okay. No. Yes. All right. No, leave it in. (laughs) Leave it in. That's okay. Okay. We'll leave that in. People will remember that. He's not on the iHeartRadio app. Don't look on iHeartRadio. He just... No, you can look there. We work for them. Well, yes. Look on iHeartRadio. You won't find it. And then when you don't find it, come over to Apple Podcasts and or Spotify and search Ball Don't Lie. Search the Ball Don't Lie podcast. He is Austin Elmore. Some people call me Audie, by the way. Call Most people Audie. call me Audie. Sorry about that. And that's okay. Audie, I'm going to You learn. don't know that. I'm, I'm new. You can follow me on Twitter, too, at Audie Elmore, A-U-T-Y-E-L-M-O-R-E. Okay, here we go, Jeff. Your I, podcast, not mine. I'm new around here, <laughs> at least in the, the radio in building, station yes. aspect. And he's got a great connect the dots idea because we're talking about the fact that Major League Baseball has botched this entire thing. We, we've been fighting for two months, not we, the players and the owners, have been fighting for over two months now about how to bring baseball back amid this pandemic, amid everything going on in the world, and all we've heard is no, 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 <laughs> and hell no. But you have a great thought on that? And I want to hear it. Connect the dots for me. Well, thank you, Jeff, and uh, thank you for having me. And let me say that uh, I am absolutely unequivocally unqualified to be here, but I appreciate that you are having me here. I'm just a guy with a podcast that you happen to work with. Um, but to we have conversations in passing, and the conversation this week was about Manfred and about the owners and the players. And my thought basically is this, is that the players are coming off of a CBA in which they really got the short end of the stick. They got screwed. 
And they knew going into this potential pandemic at the time that they were going to make this deal and they were going to stick to it because this deal was, this was agreed to right at the end of March, right around when opening day would be. Right. So they knew there was a chance and more than likely that there would be no fans in the stands. They said, this is our deal. We're sticking to it and we're not going to play unless you give us 100% of the money we're owed. Right. And I honestly can't blame them for that particular thing. But the owners, the owners just, they don't seem to, to get it. They, and they take making money and the term making money hand over fist so much further than we as fans even understand mm-hmm. that when they constantly say we're losing money, it just means that they're making less money. They're still right. making money. They're just making less money. Right. And so my, my, uh, my opinion is the players were never going to bulge from – were never going to, to, to move off of this deal because they wanted to put Rob Manford in a difficult situation. They wanted to force his hand and say, you make the schedule and you tell the owners what to do instead of the owners telling you what to do. Absolutely. And what this does, obviously, is creates tension between Manford and the owners because what he's done is a great job of, of making money for the owners, but he hasn't really done anything for the betterment of baseball. So if you are the players and you can pit this commissioner that no one seems to like, have you met anyone that likes Rob Manford, Jeff? Uh, No. Okay, yeah. So if you can pit this man that no one likes, the commissioner, against the owners and attack the one thing that they see as most precious, their money, Mm -hmm. and then create an enemy for the owners in Rob Manfred, and an enemy that is already your enemy is Rob Manfred if you're the players, and an enemy of the fans is Rob Manfred, then you've got everybody taking shots at Rob Manfred, and maybe, maybe just maybe this guy's out of here before 2024 when his contract ends, and the and the game of baseball is better off for him. And maybe we make a change because if uh, anyone had noticed on ESPN last night, they had a special of the return of sports. They had it in block letters. They made it super aggressive looking. Mike Greenberg hosted it. They had people from every sport. Coming on there, including one, Rob Manfred. Here's the problem, though. All of those other sports that their commissioners and their people showed up on the sport, they could tell them how their sport was coming back. Mm -hmm. Rob Manfred could not. In fact, Rob Manfred was talking about how he's walking back his comments, and one of the reasons we are nailing the word unequivocally to the wall, he is walking back that comment. When you make a comment of unequivocally 100% we're going to have baseball right before the MLB draft, and then next Tuesday, not even a week later, you're like, uh, well, and today's Monday, not Tuesday. But uh, next Monday, not even a week later, you're like, uh, maybe there won't be baseball. His exact quote to Mike Greenberg, quote, I'm not confident. I think there's a real risk. And as long as there's no dialogue, that real risk is going to continue. Manfred said when asked if he was confident there would be a season. That's from Jeff Passan on ESPN. And the the annoying part about it was he's got all these all this quote and it sounds genuine. If you take away him, if you remove yourself from the equation, these words sound genuine. It's just a disaster for our game. Absolutely no question about it. It shouldn't be happening. And it's important that we find a way to get past it and get the game back on the field for the benefit of our fans. 
And then you add in the fact that it's Ron Manfred talking about the sport of baseball right now, and you're like, oh, my gosh, that's just dripping with BS. Dripping with so much BS. And he's talking about, he said, that the MLBPA's decision to end good faith negotiations and the need for an Where agreement. Where was the good faith? There was no good Did faith. Did you see any good faith throughout all of this? The good faith, it, and, and that's kinda, it kind of falls under the whole thing of respect breeds respect. The owners don't respect players. And the players don't respect the owners after the last CBA. And they shouldn't. No. And they shouldn't through all these things. Because we talked about that. You mentioned the the players after the March 26th agreement just wanted to get paid that prorated amount. However many games they were going to play, they wanted to get paid for however many games they were going to get played. Makes total sense. Mm -hmm. And the fact that the March agreement exists. The problem is the owners use that little ambiguous term about not playing with fans, which everyone knew was going to happen, but they, they worded it in such a way that they could just scrap that entire thing and come back and say, we're not going to pay you as much as you think you're going to get paid. The annoying part about that is if you break it down, the emergency schedule that the commissioner can enact, this whole 48, 49, 50 game thing, that is how much money the owners were continually telling the players that they're going to get paid. Yep. We'll, we'll have you pay play 82 games, we'll pay you for 50. Or we'll have you play 76 games, we'll pay you for 50. And then the owner or the players would be like, no, 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 you don't understand. We want to have a season that at least has some integrity to it. Like We'll play a whole bunch of games jam-packed into a 116-game schedule just Pay us our pro-rated salary. I cannot say that for the life of me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You and a lot of other people. It's a bit of a tricky word. Pro-rated. I will be so happy when I don't have to say that anymore. But the whole idea, and I don't fault them at all for holding out and trying to get rid of Rob Manfred on Mm -hmm. this, is because they went back on that deal. And the owners have turned around and said, well, the players went back on this deal. It's like, oh, my gosh. The the best comparison I saw on Twitter was somebody was like, the owners are your mom, the players are your dad who are fighting and talking about getting a divorce, and they want you to pick one of them and to go with them, and you're just sad that they've disappointed you. Mm-hmm. That's how this is. And me as a diehard baseball fan, I am disappointed. And I want to get your take on that here in just a minute. But first, I want to shout out to our sponsor, Postmates. Have you tried Postmates yet? Download the Postmates app and enter the promo code Locked On. You'll get free delivery for your first seven days with no order limit. And the delivery total is up to $100. But yeah, free delivery for your first week of using Postmates. And they've got so many good places to order food from. You've got Jersey Mike's. You've you want a steak, you get O'Charlie's or even Outback. Heck, if you just need a couple of things from the store but you don't want to go out because who does right now, get on the Postmates app. They'll deliver it to you. And if you enter the promo code locked on, you'll get free delivery for your first seven days of up to $100 with no order minimum. Postmates is a great way to get out without getting out and you can feed your craving whatever it is through the postmates app just enter the promo code locked on for free delivery your first seven days of up to a hundred dollars with no order minimum that's the postmates app and promo code locked on all right so i want to get your take on this because i know that on the ball don't lie podcast you cover all sports 
You're not like me. I try you, to, yeah. You're not like me, and you discriminate to only baseball and only the Reds when it comes to baseball. You I'm, kinda, a, I'm a big football guy. You look at it, yeah. You're a big football guy, but you like baseball as well. But you mm-hmm. wouldn't say that you're like mm, all in on baseball. But you like baseball. Uh, yeah, that's probably accurate. If I lived anywhere else, I wouldn't be as big of a baseball fan as I am. Exactly. Because look, Cincinnati is different. Cincinnati's a baseball town, baby. Especially because the football team. Hey, 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 hey. I love the football team, but Watch I it. know what the football team is. I, I am. Yeah. Don't, I'll save that for a different podcast. Yeah, though. don't ruin my mood talking no, about not gonna, the football I'm not gonna, team. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm kidding. Uh, we, we do have a. We'll have Joey some fun Franchise. here at the end. <clears throat> Joey Franchise. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Joey, Joey Burroughs. But as a not so diehard fan, and I don't say that to like sure. insult you or anything like that. I mm-hmm. wanted to set this up. What is your feeling on baseball? Because leading into this season, the Reds had spent the money, they gotten the free agents, they had built the hype, and now we've gone through three and a half months of no baseball, two months of out and out fighting, dog fights with negotiations. Are you just like, man, whatever, man, just whatever sports on television, if it's soccer, if it's basketball, and as soon as football comes, baseball might as well not even exist. You know, I don't know that I necessarily feel that way about any sport that's on. Uh, I haven't watched NASCAR. I do enjoy NASCAR. I haven't yeah. watched it. Yeah. I, I do enjoy golf. I haven't watched it, given there's only been one event. I'm a sucker for some golf. Um, I do enjoy soccer. I haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, my heart belongs to football and my heart and head were ready for baseball this year because this team was primed to make a run at the World Series. They were ready. And, you know, we we all say it in Cincinnati is that that baseball is different here. And it is. And you just look back at last season to understand that. Take a stroll around Great American Ballpark. You understand that. And that's why this all hurts even more because – this was supposed to be one of those magical years because the Reds just seem to have a little bit of magic at times mm-hmm. that's hard to explain. And this seemed like this was that, that was going to be one of the, those seasons for the Reds. No one ever knows what's going to happen, sure, but everything was set up for them to have a very successful year. I, people say that the Cardinals and the Cubs were going to go win the division. You – you would have a hard time convincing me that either one of those teams are better than the Reds. Neither of them are head and shoulders. No, and certainly not the Cubs. No. They had their problems last year, yeah. and those problems did not go away. I wouldn't walk across the street to see the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't blame you there. <laughs> I, I, and I'm with you when you when you evaluate the Reds' position in the division. There, and that was another thing, too. There were some people that were like, well, don't sleep on the Brewers. It's like this, the Brewers. Oh, God, the Brewers. The Brewers are fine. The Brewers slept on the Brewers. Yeah. They, they let half their team go. Yep. Their third baseman is now our second baseman. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not worried about the Brewers. And when this, when whatever season we get, if it's like 50 games or something like that, I'm still going to be bullish about them. I'm still going to watch every pitch. I'm still going to be all in on it. But this whole thing has really just frustrated me. To my core. Let me ask you this, though. Like, where do you stand? Like, if it ends up that they're going to play 50 games, which that's what it looks like, Mm -hmm. are you putting an asterisk on the season? I don't know that there should be necessarily an asterisk on the season as much as there should just be an understanding that this is a terrible situation that we all just had to deal with. Mm -hmm. Could half of it been avoided between the players and the owners? Yes. But the other half could not because there's 100,000 people that are dead. Right. And... 
to me, I don't think that that's worthy of an asterisk because it's a very real life situation that's never been seen in the history of mankind, really, until since way back when. Right. But I think the Reds, if we are to play a 50 game sprint to the finish season, might be more prepared than any team in baseball for that. I agree. And I definitely think the asterisk is a little harsh, at least knowing what the word asterisk means. I mean, we, we, we put asterisks on. Barry Bonds, we put asterisks on Roger Clemens, we we use that, and it seems like asterisks is a very negative thing. I think I'm with you. If, we, if you just look back, and especially if we're talking about the Reds being the most successful team, maybe they do make the sprint and make the World Series. We can look back and on say, you know what, they still won a championship, but they won a championship in a situation that we hope never repeats mm-hmm. itself ever again. Not only for the extenuating circumstances, but for the fact that they only played a third of a season. Mm-hmm. All of that put together, it's like, I kind of want the Reds to be a champion just so they could be like, you know what, we're a one-of-a-kind champion. And they have a knack of doing that. They're the franchise they of first. They're the first team to do everything. They do. They do. It and wouldn't surprise me at all if they just dominated the season and win the World Series. If I don't care. Honestly, I don't give a damn what anyone else in the league thinks. You win the World Series, you win the World Series, period, right. point blank. Right, they're going to have a ring. It's not like somebody was making the point the other day. I forget who it was, but somebody was making the point. It's not like if the Reds win the World Series, they're going to give them a third of a World Series yeah, ring. They're, they're getting a whole ring. But no, I'm with you on that. I do want to end on a fun note and mm, a, sh- a shout-out to you. Uh, tonight <laughs> we have had this wonderful, and, and the label's hilarious too, but Streetside <laughs> Brewery, it is my first uh, – foray into their beer and this one's a pretty good one 150 candles hazy pale ale with local honey not national no god no not coming from anywhere but ohio and uh it's it's pretty good crafted and canned right here in cincinnati ohio jeff Carr comes in a very tall can i like that yes sir 16 ounces of goodness and uh yeah it's uh it's really wonderful but i but i do want to thank you for coming on the podcast with me and talking with me and bringing this wonderful, <laughs> uh, delicious beverage for us to enjoy while we wonder at what could be. We'll see what baseball looks like here soon. Mr. Audi, thank you very much. When, when is the next offering of the Ball Don't Lie podcast, and how can people find you? Well, Jeff, thank you uh, very much for having me, and thank you for the kind words. Hopefully the next time we're enjoying a beer together, it will be... In the sun deck at Great American Ballpark. Amen to that. Even if we're six feet apart. Amen to that. As long as you can hear me, that's okay. <laughs> well, uh, but yeah. Sign language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My name is Audie Elmore, A-U-T-Y-E-L-M-O-R-E on social media, basically just Twitter and Instagram. And you can find the Ball Don't Lie podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And the next episode comes out on Wednesday morning, which would be June the, what is that, the 17th? 17th. June 17th. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to talk about yet. Normally I know by now. We'll talk about this for sure. Uh, we'll definitely talk about the NFL and uh, several players in the NFL testing positive for COVID-19 yeah. and what that means for the league moving forward uh, will certainly be a topic of discussion. Sounds good. Check them out on all the podcasting platforms. Uh, I know we mentioned iHeart Radio app is a no-go, but the Apple Podcast, the Spotify Podcast, because most other people get their podcasts from there anyway. Mm-hmm. But shout out to iHeart. We like that too. So, <laughs> Adi, thanks for uh, talking with me. We'll talk to you again soon, all right? Thanks, Jeff. 
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.